everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talks to Me. I'm your host, Samantha, and this week's special guest is my friend, Clarissa. Hello. So this is actually our third episode that we have filmed together. Uh, The first one was kind of like a test. It was like the first ever episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were trying to get lighting down, audio, all the things. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second one was really supposed to air. It was supposed to be, what, episode four? I think so. Yeah. And the audio did not work. Yep. It just quit. Like, we recorded the entire episode and saved it, and then it went away. (laughs) Could not find it again. Yeah. And we're not, like, IT, so we have no idea how to try to find it. I tried Googling everything, and it was gone. So, Mm -hmm. we love that. (laughs) But here we are. All right. Third time's the charm. Exactly. This time it should be fine. No <laughs> issues. Knock on wood. <laughs> but yeah, Clarissa and I, we met in middle school, mm-hmm. but became friends in freshman, freshman year. year. Yeah. Lit class. All right. You ready for your first story? Ready. Or what would this actually be? Like your <laughs> 15th story? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for calling mother-in-law out on her allergies? For as long as I've been with my husband, mother-in-law has been claiming she is deathly allergic to egg, ginger, and she can't have a lot of salt in her meals. So I've been actively avoiding these ingredients in my meals I cook. She has even had allergic reactions to food she suspects that has those ingredients. About a week ago, I hosted a dinner for sister-in-law's birthday and made sister-in-law her favorite salted caramel mousse. It's easily one of the best things I make. This recipe has taken me years to make perfectly, and I keep it a huge secret but it has a lot of egg and a lot of salt in it so keeping in line with mother-in-law's dietary requirements i make her a simple chocolate caramel mousse with no eggs or salt in it dessert comes around and i bring out a tray of salted caramel mousse put it on the table and tell mother-in-law i'll be back with your mousse in a second don't eat this one it's salted caramel i go to the kitchen come back and mother-in-law has already taken a salted caramel mousse which was meant for me and is shoveling it into her face as quickly as possible. I yell, no, mother-in-law, it has egg and salt in it. She keeps eating and says, I know, but everyone always says it's so nice and I wanted to try it. A little bit won't hurt. She devours the entire mousse, which wasn't a small portion, and asks if there is any more because it was so yummy. I tell her, no, there isn't any more, but what's going on? I thought she was allergic to those ingredients. She tells me, well, she's technically not allergic, but she doesn't like the taste of egg. It makes her sick, so she just tells people she is allergic, and that way people don't make her food with those ingredients. She still eats cakes, pies, etc., where she can't taste the ingredients, she just doesn't like to eat them if she can taste them. I tell her she shouldn't say she's allergic if she isn't. There's a big difference between not liking something and being allergic to something. I've always gone out of my way to avoid those ingredients in her food and even purchase separate bowls and spoons to cook her food with to avoid cross-contamination. I've been substituting ingredients for years to ensure that I'm not feeding her something she's allergic to. She laughs and says it's not a big deal. Lots of people do it. She also told me I'm being a drama queen. I told her it is a big deal. She could have just told me she didn't like it. It would have saved me a fortune in substituting ingredients or making separate meals. Everyone at the table agreed that claiming to have an allergy when you're not allergic is a crappy thing to do. She sent me a message yesterday saying that I shouldn't have called her out in front of everyone. Now no one will take her seriously when she says she is allergic. I replied with, well, 
you're not allergic to them. So it doesn't really matter, does it? She texted my husband that she's not coming over unless I apologize to her for calling her out in front of everyone because I made her feel bad. Am I the asshole? Not at all. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was a kid being like, I'm allergic to onions because I didn't like onions. And then as an adult, I was like, ah, you know, that's bad. You don't do that. And you just tell people, no, I don't eat. I don't like those. Yeah, it's especially when I don't know if mother-in-law knew this or not, but regardless if she knew this or not, to go out of her way to like buy separate cookware, to substitute all these ingredients like that stuff's not cheap. That's not what we do. So the fact that she is mad at the daughter-in-law for calling her out on it, what did she think was going to happen? You've claimed for years to have these allergies, and the daughter-in-law's like, oh my gosh, you can't eat that, and then now all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's fine. Okay, why is it fine? It's not like she called you out and she was like, you are such a liar. Like, Mm -hmm. she just reasonably questioned it. Like, if it's been years that you've been saying this, Mm -hmm. and you seem to have made it seem like it was this, like, intense allergy, Mm mm-hmm. Of course, she's going to have questions. Be like, hey, don't die because you're eating this. If people sat there and said that she made the best egg salad in the world, would she have shoveled the egg salad into her face? Exactly. Because that's, like, well, that's something that you can taste the egg in, though. No, I know. But my thing is, is it still had egg in it. Yeah. And the reason she wanted to try the mousse so bad is because everybody said it was so good. Yeah. And so I think that's ugly. I think she deserved to get called out 100%. 100%. And I wouldn't even say that that's calling her out. The reasonably questioning, it, and she was, felt attacked. We, like, yeah, it was reasonably questioning that you've claimed to have this allergy for years. Mm-mm. Now, all of a sudden, you're eating this that has a lot of the ingredients that you said that you're allergic to. Mm-hmm. Of course, the daughter-in-law's going to be like, hey, like, wh- wh- what do you mean? Like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. No, she deserved to get called out on that one. 100%. So, overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Top comment. Not the asshole. Your mother-in-law, on the other hand, is a huge asshole. This undermines everyone who has a deathly food allergy. It's expensive and time-consuming to accommodate, and for some people, food safety is critical. Here, she just claims allergy to have her preferences met wherever she goes, and she will pick and choose when the allergy excuse suits the occasion. Not okay. For anyone who has an actual life-threatening allergy, she deserved to be called out. 100%. Am I the asshole for refusing to let my future husband lie about the house he and I purchased during his groom speech? My fiancé, 37 male, and I, 33 female, got engaged a few months ago. We're getting married soon and invitations were already sent out. Right now, we're focusing on much smaller details. We've also been busy moving into our new home that we purchased together, 30% of his savings plus 70% of mine. I have to say that saving up for this house took most of my savings and prevented me from enjoying the things I love spending money on. My fiancé sat me down yesterday to talk about his groom speech. He talked about a few points, but what made me upset was when he asked if I would be okay if he mentions the house we bought and say that he was the one who bought it. I was a bit taken aback. I asked why, and he said it's just a confidence boost during the speech and that's it. I said I didn't feel comfortable with the idea because I think it's unfair not to acknowledge the fact that I'd sacrificed so much to be able to buy the house. I reminded him of how much I contributed, but he said this doesn't change that it's our house, so it shouldn't matter to me if he said he bought it himself or we both did. I refused because then people will think the house was bought by him, which is something that will never change no matter how hard I try to prove that I contributed 70%. 
He got mad at me and said that I was really overthinking this whole thing and making a big deal out of it. We got into an argument and he started yelling saying it's just one favor he's asking me to do and yet I'm making this ridiculous small request my hill to die on. He's basically sulking and now he's out and refusing to answer my calls. So basically he started the silent treatment till I cave in. Am I the asshole for making this my hill to die on? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not the asshole. Exactly. He probably feels weird about it because he... It's probably an ego thing. He Mm -hmm. paid 30% and she paid 70%. And now he's like, I have to overcompensate and say Mm -hmm. that I bought the entire house like for my ego and my pride. And why? Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. Because that's what he's... He's gaslighting her. Yep. And the thing is, if it's something you have to lie about, don't bring it up. Nobody's making him talk about it in his room speech. Yeah. Why can't he just say... If if he's proud about the whole they bought a house thing... Actually, pause. Why is he bringing up the fact that they bought a house in his groom speech That's, exactly when what is the point in that but revisiting why can't he just say oh i'm excited that we bought a house why does it have to be a i bought a house and she gets to live in it like yeah that's ugly it's so hideous and why would you want to start your future marriage off on a lie like that mm-hmm. of everybody believing that because whenever they come over they're gonna be like oh my gosh your husband was able to purchase this um no it was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> primarily me primarily my house thank you because that's the thing. He's like, well, if it's our house, you wouldn't care that it, if I say that I bought it. If no, it's, it's our house, why do you care? Yeah. And then it's our house. Mm-hmm. Like. No. Could you imagine? What would you do in this situation? That's like, I would just look at him and be like, my dude, I'll buy you out of the other 30%. Let's go. Doesn't even have to be your house. I would, I think, harp on the gaslighting aspect and be like, okay, if it's not that big of a deal... Why are you even bringing it up? Mm-hmm. Like, let's get to the root reason for this. What is going on that you feel like you have to overcompensate? I wonder if it's like his brother getting married or something, and he's always felt like he was in the shadow, so he has to be like, I bought this house. I did this. Like, mm-hmm. or if, I don't know. It's like some weird competition thing. It's very odd. Because even even with a $200,000 house, 70 and 30, that's 140000 and 60000 That's wild. The difference of that, and then you're going to sit there and say, well, I bought the house. No, you didn't buy the house. She could have put that 30% down and kept her 40% in savings. And y'all could have had a loan. But instead, you want to be ugly. Well, are they saying that they outright bought the house? Or are they saying like they contributed like 70% of the down payment? I don't know. I'm going to go with the whole house. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's a lot of money. But it's still... In this economy? <laughs> <laughs> no she she's not the asshole he doesn't he doesn't need to be bringing it up in the speech point blank period if he feels yeah. the need to lie exactly it's weird so there is an edit on this one edit to add my fiance comes from a more humble background and money has always been a struggle for him and his family it's become obvious how insecure he can be when it comes to money especially when he compares how much i make versus how much he makes I've never made him feel as less than, and he has never taken advantage of me in any way. And so his recent request really caught me off guard, to say the least. I understand that, like, coming from somebody who didn't have a lot, but I wouldn't want to lie about it. Like, I'd be so excited that me and my significant other could afford to buy a house. Exactly. 
doesn't matter if it was 70 30 no one needs to know that that's literally no one's business you can just say hey we bought this house because you guys did you mm-hmm. bought this house together yep doesn't matter if it was 60 40 50 50 70 30 you did it together mm-hmm. whose names are on the deed exactly it's y'all's house no it's nobody's business that's why i don't like the whole thing about talking money and finances with family because then it just gets icky you know what i mean yep. like it's they don't need to know your business like that. It becomes a competition for no reason. Because that's what that sounds like. Exactly. He's trying to, like, prove himself. And I'm like, my dude, it said you're 37. Like, I understand everybody has issues. They want to prove themselves to their parents. But come on. It's time. You're getting married. And, like, if you're just excited that you bought a house, just be excited that you bought the house. You don't have to lie about it. Because then that's putting this, like, dark shadow over it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Stop. Just stop lying. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. in everybody's eyes, it's his, not theirs. Yeah. And I get it. From her side, I would be like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool with that. Nope. 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 Mm-hmm. You say that in your speech, I will stand up and be like, nope. That's a lie. <laughs> pull out pull out the paper and be like, uh, the test has determined that was a lie. <laughs> Here's the red receipts. Yeah. <laughs> Bank statements? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment. Not the asshole. And I would bet he's been telling people that already. And then the next comment says, not the asshole. And I hope you got a legal agreement protecting your 70%. This guy is shady. And then someone else said prenup now. But that's a good point we didn't talk about. No. What if he has been telling people that he outright bought it? Oh, that's so... Why would you do that? I think it's not even worth bringing up at the wedding, but he just wants to show the world that he can do something and it's like my dude you're getting married to somebody you love you have a house that you get to go home with her to like i don't understand why you need to prove yourself with money someone else said when my ex said things that implied he was providing for me financially it was because he was a narcissist and other people knowing that he needed someone else's money was a violation of his false self-image so that's all i can think of for op silent treatment is also typical of narcs I can believe that. Am I the asshole for telling my husband he should be ashamed of himself and he would be incredibly lucky if his oldest daughter ever speaks to him again? I'm here for it. Let's go. I haven't read this one yet. Let's go. I married my husband three years ago. He was divorced and previously widowed. He has two daughters, Annie, who is now 26, I believe, from his first marriage, and Amy, who was 17, from his second My husband told me about his late wife, his ex-wife, the issues he had as a blended family when he remarried, and Amy was not on board with him remarrying, and the fact this strain ended his second marriage. He was also honest that Annie never forgave him for remarrying and never wanted anything to do with Amy or him after she turned 18. What he did not tell me was the major role he played in all of this. I found this out three weeks ago at a dinner with his extended family. The story as I now know it, when Amy was around five years old, she took a special interest in a necklace that belonged to his late wife. My husband gave the necklace to Amy, which upset Annie because all her mother's possessions were meant to go to her. My husband told Annie that it was just one item and she needed to get over it because Amy was entitled to have something too. Annie had brought up that it was the piece her mother wore the most. My husband told her that it was a special gift to give it to her sister, that she was being selfish. His ex-wife told her that her mother would want someone as special as your sister to have a piece of her as well. Annie never got over it. 
She tried to take it from Amy and was punished. The last time she saw any of them, she told them all to go to bleep hell. <laughs> Amy still has the necklace too. She has let it get into a bad way and talks about it as if her dad bought it for her. I was shocked. I never would have expected my husband to be that way. He was very unapologetic about it and told me Annie would have to get over it someday. I told him he should be ashamed of himself, that he should have allowed Annie's mother's possessions to be hers and to do with as she chose, that Amy did not give a crap about his late wife or the significance of those items, but Annie would, Annie would have. I told him he will be incredibly lucky if his daughter ever speaks to him again, and I would not blame her if she never did. He was furious that I judged him. His family said I should take my husband's side over his daughter, who I don't even know, except for the nephew and niece who told the whole story, because they also think my husband did a screwed up thing. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. Not the asshole. How do you do that? Like, if... So, Amy isn't even Annie's full sister? Like, biological sister, like, yeah, they the have sister. moms. Yeah. Amy had no right... To have anything of Annie's mom's. Exactly. When he said, no, like, your sister is entitled to a piece of her, too. No, she's not. No, she's not. When she died, everything went to Annie. It should have. Yeah. And if even if it didn't and it went to her husband, that was her mother. Mm -hmm. And especially if it was the piece that her mom wore the most. And Annie, Annie remembers that. Yeah. That's so... How he doesn't... How he doesn't see that is just... It just baffles me. You can just feel the favoritism. Exactly. To sit there and say, your mom would want this to go to somebody as special as Amy. And that, the thing is, Amy's mom said that. He, he didn't is. even say that. Amy's mom said, oh, your sister deserves this. Like, your mom would want this to go to someone as special as her. How about her own daughter? That sounds like an evil stepmom. Absolutely not. No, that's ugly. I wouldn't talk to my dad again after that either. Because clearly he doesn't care. No. He's just trying to appease his new wife. Yep. His new family wants to put them over your kids, which is hideous. It's so wrong. It's, if you lose a parent, that's a lot to go through. And mm -hmm. if there's something that was theirs that it means something to you and to have that literally taken away from you and given to someone who didn't even know your mom, mm -hmm. does not even care, just like the jewelry, mm -hmm. that's so sad. Like, that's so wrong. And then Loki, I think the sister's an asshole too. Oh, a thousand because percent. Because she hasn't even offered to give it to her. No. Like, knowing how important that is. Enough for Annie to break off from her family. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm. And the fact that the dad is still harping on it. Yeah. Like, it's been at least eight years at this point. Mm-hmm. Because didn't it say Annie was 26? Yeah. And after 18, she had nothing to do with them. So it's been mm -hmm. at least eight years. So it's like, you really don't see the air in your ways. It's the narcissism for me. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. Your husband doesn't understand it. He likely lost Annie forever, her love and respect, and his place as her father in her heart. It was not the necklace itself, but the meaning of the necklace. Love, respect, care, her mom's memory. You would think that you would want to keep your daughter with you for that memory of your first love. Yeah, the next comment said, I'd be more concerned about it if I were OP. Her husband hid that part that showed he was responsible for the disastrous relationship with his daughter and made it seem like it was his daughter's problem. 
I don't doubt that in his mind, he thinks he didn't do anything wrong, but that speaks loudly about who he is and how he resolves things. Also, the you should support me because I'm your husband is total crap. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100%. It's okay to be wrong. Like, have private discussions. Like, I, I do think husbands and wives don't have open spats, but if you're wrong, communicate it. And then have a discussion about it. Yeah, there's literally nothing wrong, especially, like, from a parent, like, child perspective. Parents make mistakes. Parents are wrong. This idea that parents can't apologize to their kids, like, parents have to be right even when they're wrong, like, that is a myth. Mm -hmm. Like, people are people. It's okay to apologize to your kids when you mess up. Parenting doesn't come with a handbook. People make mistakes. If anything, that opens the floor for more communication with you and your child. Like, let your child know, like, hey, like, even my mom and dad make mistakes. Like, we're all people. Like, Mm -hmm. I can go to them when I have issues. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not a parent, so I can't attest to this. But from an outside perspective, there is an ETA on that. Um, So, edit to add, husband might indeed hide things purposely. However, I'm more inclined to believe that they had more troubles and the necklace thing was the final straw. Opie's husband gaslighted his daughter's feelings commonly, so he really didn't remember this issue nor the others because he already got over it just as his daughter should have. But of course, I'm just talking about my personal experience, so I might be wrong. That being said, both perspectives are equally as bad. It would be interesting to hear the daughter's perspective. Yes. To hear, like, what all she remembers from her childhood. Because like that comment said, it more than likely wasn't the only thing. I mean, even if it was the only thing, I don't blame her. But, yeah, more than likely it wasn't the only issue. So what, I don't know, what was the final straw? I mean, if this was the final straw, we get it. But, I don't know. What was the buildup? Yeah. What got, like, what got you to that point? Mm Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for refusing to give my partner the code to my safe? Update at the bottom. Throwaway and usual mobile formatting apologies. I, 32 female, am a gemologist. I spend my days in the lab testing and identifying stones. From the nature of my work, I also have a large and valuable collection of jewelry, but also gem specimens that I keep in a safe I specifically bought and had installed to keep them safe. I also have a second smaller safe for keeping important documents like passports. I own my home and my boyfriend, 33 male, of two years, recently moved in as he was renting before. I gave him the code to the smaller safe so he could put valuables in it, but he also wants the code for my gem safe. Not to put anything in it, but he says because we are living together now, I should trust him and give him the code. I've said no because he has no reason to open the safe as the only things that it's used for is storing my collection. He said he has no interest in my gem collection, doesn't want to look at them, but still wants the code to access them. This is causing tension because he says I should give it to him as a show of trust, and I said no because he literally has no reason to go in there so he doesn't need the code. This is a six-figure collection, so I'm not being difficult over a few little gems here. I am the only one who knows the code. So, Reddit, am I being the asshole here? Okay, I haven't read this yet. As soon as homegirl said, oh, this is a six-figure collection, don't give this man that. Do not, do (laughs) not give that man the code. Not the asshole. Do not give him the code. Boyfriend? Boyfriend of two years? Man, no. 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 Do not give him the code. The moment she said, I own my own home, no, he has no rights in there. No. I don't care what anybody says. 
boyfriends don't get husband privileges. Yeah, and even, even then, as a husband, <laughs> you have no reason to go in there. Six figure collection. Gyms are expensive. Trust and believe. I get it. But like, <laughs> just chilling in your house like that. I mean, I don't know where you would keep that, but in a safe. I don't know. I just hadn't read that yet. <laughs> Six figure collection. Just vibing in the corner of your bedroom. Just mm-hmm. hanging out in the house. He has no rights to There is not a chance in hell I would have given that man that code. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. If you bring it up again, you can hit the road again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can go start running again. His name is not on a single thing. And if he just moved in, that way, that means he has no mail forwarded. You have no rights. You don't have squatter's rights. You ain't got nothing. No. Oh, I don't. That's so icky. He, there's no reason that he needs to know the code of that safe. No. There's... And I get the whole, oh, it's a trust thing. Mm-mm. Uh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Two years of dating and you're just now moving in. I still don't trust you. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Six-figure collection. Y'all got me jacked up. There's no way he's getting the code to that safe. The fact that he's trusted with the one that has, like, the passports and the stuff in it like that. Yeah, like, you could steal her itself. identity. That's, that's good enough, but. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, truly, you know the whole saying, oh, you don't really know someone until you live with them? Yeah. What if homeboy got in there? And was down bad one day. And he was like, you know, I have this code. I could just go take a little something. She'll never know. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. She's doing the correct thing for um, protecting her assets. So, speaking of protecting her assets, um, there looks to be updates, which it said at the top. Well, there's edits. So, there's an edit, edit two, edit final edit, and then there's an update. I'm here for this. And another edit. So, a lot of updates. I'm here for this. So... Edit one. Holy hell, this blew up way more than I ever expected. (laughs) I'm sticking to my guns, and I'm not giving him the code. All you lovely internet strangers are right. It's a huge marinara flag. Mm -hmm. Marinara? Does that say marinara? Marinara. Oh, because it's red Red flag? flag. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's a huge marinara flag. I've never heard that. That's so funny. And I'll be telling him to pack his stuff. I'll update you later. Thank you all for your comments. Pack his stuff. What What did we miss? She's breaking up with him. He wants to sit there and keep pushing. She's going to say bye. On. Edit two. This keeps coming up. The safe weighs nearly half a ton. It's bolted to the floor and wall and is from a company who makes safes, vaults, and strong rooms for jewelry. You could bring the house down around it and it would still be intact. That's good. Yeah, for six <laughs> figures, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final edit. I think I have phrased it badly, but all of the gems and jewelry in the safe are mine and mine alone. I do not keep any client's jewelry at home. For my other business doing uh, valuations, I rent a separate space and keep client items there. I will give an update once things have panned out. Another edit. I've checked for cameras. Thank you for the suggestions, people. And there aren't any aside from the ones I already have fitted, which he doesn't have access to. I've moved all of my personal docs out of the little safe and into my gem safe. I've told my colleague what I'm doing, and she is going to come around for when I do it. What are you doing? What did we miss? I feel I like we missed something. I think she's going to break up with him, and she's trying to make sure he's not going to kill her. Mm-hmm. So this is the update. This is like the big update. Update. Firstly, thank you so much for the insane amount of comments and support. It meant so much to me. For all of your messages and questions, I'm really sorry if I didn't get to you. There were just so many. I probably didn't emphasize in my last post that we had a couple of conversations about this and me explaining why he had no reason to go in there, etc. 
Short version is, I told him he isn't getting the code and I will die on this hill. He has no reason to have it and his continued lack of respect by the pushing of my boundaries wasn't okay. I felt like he was trying to manipulate me by making it about trust. After a lot of back and forth, he finally admitted that he wanted access to the safe because he didn't feel like I was sharing the whole house with him because I insisted on a tenancy agreement rather than just letting him move in. And he didn't like that part of where he lived was off limits to him. He was also insecure and resented that I have more money than him and own a home whilst he doesn't. He had made a few comments about this before, but I didn't realize it was such a big issue for him. He also said that by keeping him out of the safe made him feel like I thought he was lesser than me and that it made him feel like I was treating him like a child. I told him if that's how he feels, then this is not the right relationship for either of us and that it was best we break up. He was shocked that I was ending things over this, cried, and asked me to reconsider. When I said no, he then got angry, called me a stuck-up bleep, said he was better off without me anyway, and went to his friends. I told him via text he had 30 days before he had to leave, as per the Tennessee agreement. He didn't need to stay at a friend's. He said he would be gone by the end of the week. Two days later, he came back and packed up all of his stuff and left. He's staying with his friend now. I have changed all of the locks. I have an alarm and CCTV system that's professionally monitored, and I have changed the verbal password I have to give when you call up as a precaution. I've checked all of my collection and it hasn't been touched. I also took you guys' advice and am giving my solicitor the code and safe deposit details to be passed to my executioner in the event of my death. I feel horrible because despite all of this, I love him, but lots of the comments said how I should have a partner who not only respects my boundaries, but takes an interest in my passions and that really got to me because it's true. Many of you reached out with questions and it made me so happy, but also sad as he never asked me stuff like that. I think this is what pushed me over the edge to end it more than anything. I'm pretty cut up right now and missing him, but I know I'll be okay. I have great friends and family around me. Also, diamonds are a girl's best friend and I have a few knocking around to help cheer me up. Aw. That's so crazy. That story I'm <laughs> was a so roller coaster. I'm so glad she ended it. Like, the fact that he wants to sit there and make such a big deal about it is already concerning. And then all the... It sounds like she has a really nice house. Apparently. Like, why why would you want it in that, Holmes? Like, <laughs> you have a woman that could probably very well take care of you. Yeah, and safes are expensive. Like, big, good safes like that are very expensive. Personally and then, installed CCTV. I know. And then... the. Voice activated passwords. That reminds me of like when we were in um, Germany when we went to that one house and the guy walks up and it scanned his oh the right first yeah I was like I was taken aback I was taken aback I was like well okay so you rich rich (laughs) yeah because that's where he was running and he like went up and like scanned his eye because it was a retina scanner that was so crazy. (laughs) What a time! time If you end up watching this, what's good? That is so crazy. That whole story was insane. I don't blame her. Don't ever give him the passcode. Yeah. I wouldn't give anyone the passcode. I would probably do exactly what she did and give, like... Give it to her executioner. Yeah. Just in the event of her death. I don't know. That just felt like it took a turn for me. But that makes sense. Like, to be proactive with planning. But I mean, when you have that much, like, you really should Someone be prepared. Someone has to know the codes. Oh, 100%. Or you're just going to have a safe that somebody's going to end up having to break into if they can. 
That is so crazy. What a crazy story. I should have read that one before. Nah, this was. I mean, I like my, I like the, the, into the unknown. Yeah, I like (laughs) having the reaction on camera. (laughs) But obviously, the overall vote was not the asshole. The comments were just saying, "I wouldn't give anyone the code either, girlfriend." Also, can we take a quick moment and talk about the fact that the boyfriend was like, no, don't freak out with me, mom. And then, in an instance, was like, all right, that's fine, I don't need you. And then resorted to name calling. I'm like, oh, did the little baby have a tantrum? Did you get your feelings hurt? Oh. <laughs> Once again, I say, men. <laughs> it's. It's the audacity for me. Yeah, truly. If if it's one thing that guys like this have, it's the audacity. It's like clearly they're used to getting their way. And when they don't, they resort to like name calling like we're in middle school. Well, that's because the audacity is on sale at Lowe's. <laughs> so. Okay, next story. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for returning the money my husband took from my family for attending our cookout? For context, my, female 28, husband, male 33, comes from a wealthy family and he himself has inherited a number of assets from his relatives. One of them is this huge house where we live right now with a pool and a huge backyard with lots of features. We decided to host our first cookout after we got married seven months ago and we invited both his and my family. That was on Friday. Both families came and we had lots of fun then everyone went home later. I then got a phone call from my mom and she didn't sound okay. She asked whether or not my husband took money from his family before they attended the cookout. I was confused. I asked what she was talking about and she told me that my husband charged every single person from my side of the family who attended the event $25. I was utterly shocked and very angry and felt like this has legitimately damaged my relationship with most of my family because almost all of them came over. Not just that, but he got $275 from them. I was so livid, I hung up the phone and confronted him immediately. He told me my family got to enjoy the space and view and said that I should think of it as a resort cookout since this house has lots of luxuries. I told him it was a horrible thing for him to do and that what made it worse is the fact that his family didn't pay like mine had to. He laughed, then reminded me that his family gave him the house. I demanded he give the money back, but he said no and that he won't even give it to me since the house is technically his. I went and took the money and gave everyone who paid their money back with a sincere apology from me. My husband found out and flipped out on me, calling what I did an overstep and disrespectful. I told him he shouldn't have taken money from my family for being guests at our house, but he corrected me saying it's his house and said that he'd bet my family had never got to attend a cookout at a house like this and that it was just $25, but I disrespected him and went behind his back and took money that wasn't mine. We stopped talking after this argument and he keeps venting to his mom about me taking his money that he earned his own way. Not the asshole. Not at all. Ma'am, divorce immediately divorce this man does not respect you Mm -hmm. he does not respect the fact that you guys are a married couple Mm -hmm. i wish i wish a man (laughs) would my husband would never in his life think to talk to me like that no 
He wouldn't charge your family for a cookout. I would be. I would look at him and be like, "You're right. This is your house." Because guess who's moving out? Oh, mm-hmm. the sheer and audacity! Literally, the for the people that I know are probably be like, "Oh my gosh, you're overreacting. It's really not like blah blah blah." Yeah. Like, okay, your opinion is not valid here. I don't need to hear the other side. Uh, this is a one. One answer issue, not the asshole. He does not respect her at all. No, not at all. And I, if it wasn't such a big deal, it was only $25, he would have told her ahead of time. And the fact that they all came to this cookout not knowing they were about to have to pay for it, what if somebody didn't have $25? Then what? I know. Who carries around cash? I mean, I feel like a lot of people carry around cash. I don't, though. I don't. That's just not a not a thing that I do. <laughs> It's hideous. I, I'm baffled. I am truly... The woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely cannot believe that there are people walking around on this planet that think this way. It's the entitlement for me. It's the... And I truly believe you can grow up well off in a well off mm-hmm. family and still treat people with kindness and like treat people with respect and yeah. not have this mindset. But it's these dummies that have this mindset that jack it up for everybody mm-hmm. and that that's why people get a bad rep oh my god to sit there and say essentially like this is my house uh, and then correct bye. her he no he didn't he didn't just essentially say it. he corrected her and said um actually it's not our house it's my house but we are married that, even with that he didn't buy it it was gifted to it was him gifted so to it's him. not even like he had to pay for it I can't he's going to charge people to come to a cookout that they probably half the bills on. Which I mean, okay, so technically, let's revisit. Legally, it could probably be just his. If he got it before they got married, it was part of a prenup, it could be technically just his. And I understand but, that. But when you marry someone, it's everyone's stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is yours. Like, it's the mm-hmm. whole shebang. It's not, oh, well, this is my house. Mm-hmm. But this, okay, are you my freaking dad? Like, we're not... We are a team, not, this isn't a dictatorship. Like, mm-hmm. we're, the disrespect, because he clearly, clearly does not respect her. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that he was gaslighting her, saying, like, oh, well, that was my money, and what you did, you, what you did was an overstep and yep. disrespectful. What he did was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. He disrespected every single person in her family yep. and then disrespected her multiple times. And then the fact that he wants to sit there and say, well, my family gave me the house, so I'm not going to charge them. And it's just like, well, I mean, you're so quick to make a quick buck off my family. Make it off yours, too. They can probably afford it more. Exactly. I'm trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. So, clearly, there's no rationalizing this. No. So, overall vote on this one, not the asshole, obviously. Top comment. And I have a couple comments I'm going to read on this one. But top comment, I hope this isn't a true story because your husband sounds like the world's biggest asshole. Needless to say, not the asshole. Your husband's reasoning makes no sense. Who charges people, let alone family, to come to their house and have a party? That's psychotic. Next comment says, rich people who invite poor people to events. You don't get rich and definitely don't stay rich by being a nice person. Next comment said, I worked in finance for a few years and often would speak to clients who were wealthy. I learned pretty quickly that there were two kinds of millionaires, nice, rich people, and assholes. Many of the kindest people I talked to in those years were our wealthiest clients. I suspect that many of them became wealthy because people wanted to engage with them. 
patronize their business and hire them because they were nice people. There were also definitely clients who inherited wealth and displayed an astonishing amount of entitlement. There were also plenty of clients who would get incredibly nasty about accounts that were worth very little. Those were the assholes. Money doesn't change who you are. It amplifies who you are. Ooh, that was good. That last line, that was good. All right, last story of the day. <laughs> Am I the asshole for going off on my husband and his mom for taking slash keeping my used pregnancy test? Absolutely disgusting. I, female 27, found out I was pregnant very recently. My husband, male 34, and his family are beyond happy and excited. From what I heard, my husband was married two times before, but couldn't have kids for 10 years. This is obviously a huge deal for his family because his mom will be a first-time grandma with this baby. They threw a celebration dinner for us, and as his mom and I were talking about the baby, she told me about how she already started making memories and started having keepsakes of her grandbaby. I felt a bit confused and asked if my husband bought something for the baby and gave it to her. She said no, but he did bring her my used pregnancy test and gave it to her to store as a memory of the news of her grandbaby's existence. I was floored. I looked at my husband like, did you really do that? And he nodded while smiling. Not gonna lie, I felt creeped out, disgusted, and very uncomfortable. After the initial shock, I just went off on both of them, calling what they did creepy and disgusting and highly violating. My husband argued that it was not a huge deal, but he just grabbed the test once I got rid of it, put it in a plastic bag, and gifted it to his mom as a keepsake. I told him it made me feel violated and creeped out because that test had my literal pee on it. His mom then said something about taking care of the smell, and I lashed out even more and demanded they get rid of it, but they kept arguing, calling me controlling. Brother-in-law asked me to calm down, but I decided to just grab my stuff and go home. My husband started arguing about how this is all just an overreaction and said that I ruined his and his family's joy by how I behaved after finding out about the pregnancy test. He said for him and his mom, it's all about the baby, but I somehow made this whole thing about me and hurt their feelings in the process. But that was my literal pee on that test, and I couldn't help but flip out even if it ruined their joy over the news. Did I overreact? No. Not the asshole. That's and then, disgusting. Can we notice, like, can we take, like, a, a second to notice? He only refers to him and his family's joy. Him and his mom's joy. Him yeah. and his mom doing this. Him and his mom doing that. What is his wife to him? Yeah, he it's literally... their baby, not... Ugh. Emotional incest. It's like that, it's enmeshment, and it's weird. It's, it makes sense. He was been married twice, and he's only 34 mom and boy has he just been trying to get people pregnant for the last because it said that they've been struggling or two times but couldn't have kids for 10 years yeah this is his third wife at 34 yeah and she's having a baby and it's all about him pleasing his mom that's weird that's weird it's even creepy vibes i understand being excited and everything but to, to take the pregnancy test, like... He, that means he took it out of the trash. Yeah, like, there's a reason she threw him away. And if you don't feel comfortable asking your partner about something that you're doing, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. And then his mom saying, oh, I took care of the smell. Oh. That is so nasty. That's disgusting. That is so nasty. I could not imagine. And then to sit there and even mention it, like, I took care of... That is so gross. Ma'am. Boundaries, people boundaries or just 
communicate to your significant other before you do something stupid so they can correct you in the house rather than after you've done the dumb thing. And I'm not saying anything for people that keep their own pregnancy tests because if you consent to it and you want to do it, that is, you know what? That's your, your thing. Business. You live your life. But for him to go behind his wife's back, give it to his mom, and when she was creeped out about it, they then gaslight, gaslight her? her and being like, you're the one being crazy. Like, no. honey, you were not crazy. That is weird. No. That is very weird behavior. Why would the mom even want that? Like, it'd be one thing if she wanted to keep a sonogram picture or like... Or a picture of the positive tests. Yeah, but not, not the actual positive test. That's with gross. Bodily fluid on it. That's that disgusting. Is so nasty. Also, with the way that the husband's acting now, where it's oh, I exist to please my mom. That's the vibe that he's exuding. What happens when the child actually gets here? I mean, mom's still gonna be number one. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it going to be? Oh, thanks, honey. You gave me a kid, and now. Now mommy takes just care me, my of mom, kid. and my kid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's super weird. Ugh. Y'all, learn boundaries with your parents. Boundaries, cut that cord. It's so important. Like, it's going to hurt, but just do it. Overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, I think I see why at 34, you're his third wife. <laughs> not the asshole. <laughs> Someone else said I'm getting incubator vibes. Someone else said, blessed be the fruit. <laughs> not the not the Handmaid's Tale vibe oh, <laughs> reference. No. no. Okay. I need y'all to bully Clarissa in the comments and make her watch the show. I have been asking her for months, at least since January, to watch the show. It's current events. <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't talk politics on this podcast. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but the That's comments, funny. I mean, the comments are saying exactly what we said. I mean, yeah, because it's weird. It, it's so weird. It's so weird. And not like to shame anybody. Like if all parties are consenting and you guys are all cool with it, live your life. The fact that the one whose opinion matters the most on this is not cool with it and is being gaslit into believing that she's overreacting. Yeah. That's not Okay. That's where it's giving very bad energy. I'm sorry, but he should have asked before he took those pregnancy tests. Just because... Take it out of the trash, put it in plastic bags, take it to his mom's. Didn't say anything to his wife. That's a lot of energy for that. And then for him to sit there and gaslight her about the whole thing, like, that's... That's super weird. So weird. Well, anyways, guys, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) that is it for this week's episode. Uh, Once again, thank you to our special guest, Clarissa. This time, let's just double check that we are still recording, and we are. (laughs) So we should be good to go. Again, knock on wood. (laughs) Did you have fun for your third time? (laughs) I did. I did. Every time, it gets a little better. Yeah, it gets a little better. We work out the kinks a little bit. (laughs) But All right, guys. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, make sure to leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave a comment. But yeah, until next week, talk toxic to you later. Bye.